Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Golf Talk Live. I'm your host, Ted Odorico, broadcasting live every Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. Central, from Panama City Beach, Florida, home of the world's most beautiful beaches. I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone for joining me on my weekly broadcast. Every week, I'll feature some of the best instructors, coaches, authors, and entrepreneurs in the golf business today. I begin with a great discussion on Coach's Corner, followed by an insightful interview with my special guest. So let's get started by introducing tonight's Coach's Corner panel. <clears throat> All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Golf Talk Live. I'm your host, Ted Odorico, and uh, very excited once again, uh, the 22nd of October, so we're Almost ready to put a cap on the month of October, just another little over a week, and we'll be into the next month. And uh, as I was just saying to my uh, guests coming on here for the Coach's Corner panel, I don't know where time has gone, but boy, it's going quick. Um, anyway, so I want to thank everybody for joining me uh, here live. We've got a great uh, great show for you tonight. As I mentioned, uh, we're going to have the uh, Coach's Corner panel is going to start off here, and i got a couple of great professionals here. Uh, very excited to have both of them. And then a little bit later on in the show, my special guest is going to be the CEO of Perfect Motion, uh, Rich Kozowski, uh, is going to be joining me on the second half of the show. So I'm really excited to talk about uh, the Perfect Motion app. Uh, got a lot of great things to sort of unpack in that discussion. But uh, we're going to start off here with Coach's Corner momentarily. But I want to remind everybody, of course, that Golf Talk Live is brought to you by the iGolf Sports Network and Golf Tips Magazine. Uh, iGolf Sports is a live stream broadcast and media production company providing top-quality programming designed to attract the golfing enthusiast. And, of course, Golf Tips, the game's most in-depth instruction magazine, offering insightful reviews on the latest equipment, tips from top PGA and LPGA teach professionals, all designed to help improve your game from tee to green. So go to golftipsmag.com and subscribe today. And just a quick side note, uh, in addition to the print uh, version, we now also have a digital-only version. Up till now, uh, it was either print or you could get the print and digital version as a package. Uh, you can now get the digital-only version for those of you that prefer uh, that way of reading your magazine. So go to golftipsmag.com and subscribe today. All right, as I mentioned, we're going to start off here with uh, the Coach's Corner panel. I'm going to uh, introduce you to the gang, and then we'll get to, uh, started with tonight's uh, discussion. Uh, first up, of course, is Paul Castor. He is one of the country's leading golf coaches. Uh, been recognized golf by the country's best teachers uh, since 2017 and was twice honored by U.S. Kids Golf as their top 50 kids coach. Um, Paul works with golfers of all skill levels from five years old uh, to professionals who have competed in majors. Uh, 17 of his junior clients have qualified for the World Championships held each year at Pinehurst Resort. Uh, he serves on the advisory boards of uh, Foresight Sports and 4D Motion Sports and is a Level 2 certified by the Titleist Performance Institute. Uh, also, Aimpoint Golf and Science uh, and Motion Sports and is a Level 3 certified Super Speed Golf Coach. And, of course, glad to welcome back my next uh, uh, panelist, and that is Jamie Leno-Zimron. Uh, she is a instructor, a body worker, and consultant. She's also an Aikido six-degree black belt and uh, Class A LPGA teach professional. She's a corporate and conference speaker, uh, executive trainer and coach, and speaker for Vistage International and TEC Canada, the uh, executive committee. So, uh, Jamie and Paul, welcome back uh, to Coach's Corner. Thanks for having Thank us, Ted. You. Yeah, thanks for having us, Ted. Great oh, to be here, Ollie. I appreciate it. 
Well, as always, guys, I want to thank you for for coming on. So I, I'm going to start, uh, Paul, with you. I think we'll we'll keep it in the order that I introduced to you tonight. And um, I actually had these this discussion with last week's panel, but I thought it was some really interesting questions. Uh, there's only a few of them here, but uh, it, it you'll understand once we get going through here. I think this is something that I, I want to take this opportunity to sort of recognize the many great professionals out in this industry. And I think it's important for the listeners to understand. I know there's some other fellow uh, teacher professionals and coaches that are tuning into the show, but there's also a lot of uh, amateur golfers. And I think it's important to understand how kind of how you guys started out and how you got to where you are. So the first question, Paul, is I'd like you to think of a couple of things, two things that made you the teaching professional that you are today. And you can certainly, in, in one or both, you can include uh, individuals that have helped uh, get you to where you are today. Oh, thanks, Ted. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, I think the first person that comes to mind is my first coach uh, growing up, whose name was Emmanuel Worley. And uh, I grew up in Chicago, uh, right on the south side uh, in the city. And I went to Manny for my first golf lesson. And uh, that was, I I had just turned 13 and um, didn't have any golfers in my family. And somehow I had gotten, I was a baseball player and I was lucky enough to kind of stumble on a golf club. It was an old Lawson little seven iron that I found on a baseball field. And it was kind of buried in this deep grass, and it was clear that nobody had, you know, somebody had forgotten it, but there were some golf balls there. And I started knocking these balls around the park in front of my house, and it was fun. And and uh, so I asked my parents for a golf lesson, and I went to see Manny. And, you know, I didn't realize it, but, you know, at the time he was the best African-American player in the country. And... He was like an institution uh, on the south side of Chicago. He'd won the city amateur like four times. Um, he'd missed playing on the PGA Tour by a stroke, gotten through, uh, almost got through Q school. And uh, I, I went to him for a one-hour golf lesson, and at the end of that he said, uh, okay, so when are you coming back? You know, this is, you, you know, you've got something here. And and I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure how many of these my parents are going to be willing to do. And, and he said, well, uh, we'll just, we're going to find time for you to come back and we'll figure that out. And so I ended up working for him uh, at his driving range and golf course that he managed, which was Jackson Park, the only 18-hole golf course in the city of Chicago. And, uh, and I worked for him you know, and caddied for him in tournaments and qualifiers and uh, and did that until I went to college, you know. So without Manny, uh, I would not – I wouldn't be a golfer. I wouldn't be a golf coach. Um, just learned so much from him and, and from uh, spending time around him and caddying for him and, and working for him. So, you know, uh, without question, he's he is kind of the, you know, the person who's responsible for me being in the industry. Um and uh you know i think the other factor was uh was having a chance i think to go play professionally and and see how you know how far i could take my game at that level and i was just very lucky to have people who supported me doing that and uh i spent 3 years playing on mini tours and got to play with some great players and and uh 
you know, unfortunately my career as a player ended up getting cut short because I, I had, I suffered a wrist injury, but um, without those experiences, without support from people like Manny and the people who helped me play, um, you know, when I got out of college, uh, there's just no chance that I'd be doing what I'm doing. So I owe a debt of gratitude to all of them for sure. Wow. Uh, that's a, that's a great shout out. Uh, number one, uh, recognizing, you know, somebody that obviously, uh, very early on in your, your life, Paul was a mentor of, of sorts and obviously inspired you to go on to, to do the wonderful things. And obviously the people that supported you, uh, while you took your opportunities to try and, and battle with some of the best, uh, you know, on, out on tour to, uh, to see, you know, where your game was. So, uh, great. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I think that's, uh, very good. And, you know, it's always interesting to share, you know, some of your, the backstory, you know, everybody looks at, at, uh, you know, us and says, well, you know, what did you do? And, and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, you do a lot of great things today, but how did you kind of get your start? Did you wake up one day and decide I want to be a teaching professional or was there some other journey along the way? Um, thanks for sharing that, Paul. I appreciate it. Um, Jamie, what about yourself? Uh, two things that made you the teaching professional or coach that you are today. Oh, this is really a fun, a fun thing to look at. It's uh, actually for me, it's been kind of a long and windy road in a sense. <clears throat> I started playing golf. I was seven years old, and you know, it's back in the '60s, and there wasn't much in the way of uh, junior programs. I didn't really have much uh, to teach a lesson or two here or there. But I just really had a natural ability, and my parents wanted to play, so I started playing. And it was in Wisconsin, and we had a very short season, three, four months. But I had a ton of natural talent. I was uh, the Wisconsin State golf champion the first time I tried <laughs> when I was 13, and I won a bunch hmm. of times. And uh, I played, I finally played when I was 17. We thought, well, let's try nationals. So I played uh, at Pinehurst number two, lost to Laura Blanc on the 19th hole, sudden death. <laughs> um, <Wow>. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, became friends with Amy Alcott, Hal Stacy, um, uh, Nancy Lopez was coming up. So, you know, that was kind of my, my cohort. But um, I was accepted to school at Stanford and I didn't have a golf scholarship. It was uh, like a, a couple of years before Title IX kicked in. So I was ranked in the top 10 nationally, no golf scholarship, didn't exist. And uh, and a friend uh, took me to Aikido class, martial arts, which was just coming into the country, into the States from Japan at that time. And I just took to Aikido and just made a huge turn and went headlong into Aikido. Um, just, you know, because I, I had the golf talent, honestly, um, but uh, just, you know, things went a different direction because I didn't have that opportunity. And uh, then I opened my own Aikido school when I was 25 years old in San Francisco. And that's when I really started to learn to teach in a huge way. Um, having my own dojo was, was enormous. And then I had opportunities to teach nationally and internationally and I would be one of the kind of early pioneers of the women's martial arts movement, et cetera. So then uh, when I was about 40, I was in San Diego and my best friend since childhood was visiting me from Wisconsin and said, Hey, I'm golfing. Would you give me a golf lesson? So I took uh, my seven iron and a, a sword. She took her golf clubs to Torrey Pines uh, driving range, gave her just kind of taught her a lesson that came out like this golf sensei from Aikido, you know, be centered, be balanced, this, that. And within an hour, she was just making these beautiful swings, launching the ball 
she literally fell on the ground and tossed her clubs and her legs up in the air and yelped and said, wow, this is like enlightenment. You got to teach this to the world. And I thought that was really pretty cool. So I went very quietly for about a year by myself and uh, to the driving range and uh, started working on things. And from that, I mean, many things, but I ended up creating Kiai Golf, blending my background at that point in uh, martial arts. And, of course, I always had golf in me and uh, psychology and uh, peak performance training and all. And so I created Kiai Golf. And I would like to give a shout out as well to uh, Patty Benson, who was at the time the president of the LPGA teaching and club professionals at TNCP. Um, and she said uh, she really encouraged me to join the TNCP and, uh, you know, become a teaching professional. And in that way, I really came full circle back to golf and was able to integrate pretty much everything that I've been doing all my life and to bring that into uh, into golf as well and to bring a kind of a, a really a holistic and a novel approach um, uh, to to golf, to teaching golf. So it's been and and to get back to playing myself and you know I've won some things as a senior and had just an amazing time uh, since that getting back to golf. Wow, equally as uh, interesting um, backstory, Jamie. Um, you know, as I said before, I think it's always interesting to to hear how people got where they are today, and I think there's really a, a lot of valuable lessons that we can take away. Um, from sharing these stories because, you know, we don't just all of a sudden wake up one day and even if you have a desire or aspiration to pursue whatever um, career you may have, um, there's a lot of bumpy roads, there's a lot of trial and error and, and things along the way, and there's people that you meet that help navigate you in that path. And it's always interesting to hear uh, people's stories and, and how they got to where they are. So thank you both for sharing that. I think that was uh, very interesting. Paul, I'm going to come back to you, and we're going to stay on the theme of two things. Um, and I would like for you to uh, pick two things that you would still like to accomplish as a teacher professional. I know you're not ready to hang up your, your golf shoes yet, but uh, as you look at your career thus far, as you continue to move forward, uh, are there a couple of things that you would still like to accomplish as a teaching professional or coach? That was for you, Paul. Did, um... I'm sorry, Ted, you there? Oh, yes. Yeah. Did you okay. mute? <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, That's okay. So it's a great question. And I, I think um, every day I, I go to work, I'm trying to figure out a way that I can um, be the best, I can be for my clients, uh, help people improve in the way that they want to improve and, and achieve their goals, you know, as quickly as, as, as reasonable and as, as we can. And, uh, you know, I think, um, boy, you know, I think, uh, it would be, it would be really great. Um, if in, in the near future, sometime soon, I, I were able to kind of, um, have a, a larger facility where I could have people come and learn in groups and, uh, and practice and, and create kind of a learning community. It's something that, you know, I, I would really love to be able to, to do. Um, I, incor you know, I incorporate fitness and um, the mental game and, and all of these different things into what I do. And, uh, and I think, you know, that would be a, a really fun thing for uh 
for my next stage, you know, in, in the game. Um, and I'd still like to play some, you know, some competitive golf. I think, uh, you know, that, that's something that I, as my four-year-old gets a little bit older, uh, I'd like to be able to get back to doing. And, um, you know, my competitive background, uh, I think, has really helped me coach my clients, uh, just like I'm sure Jamie's has. And, uh, and all those experiences and I, you know, life has gotten very, very busy, uh, with, uh, with being a father and being, you know, busy golf coach. And, and I think I would definitely like to get back to playing some more, um, and, and, uh, sharing some of those experiences with my clients. So, you know, those would be, uh, a couple of goals and, and, you know, I don't have any other really kind of hard goals for, for where I'm going to be going as a, as a coach, I'm just trying to get better really every day and learn as much as I possibly can. I, I just got a new 3d system and joined the advisory board for 4d motion. So I'm trying to learn new technology and doing all of those things, uh, just, uh, you know, in an effort to, to be the best I can for my clients. Well, I think those are a couple of great things to, uh, accomplish. I think we can always, uh, as as coaches and as teach professionals, I think we can always strive to uh, learn and become better at what we do. I think that's an ongoing goal that will never cease to uh, stop uh, until we uh, uh, decide otherwise. And I think to to get out there and and if you still got some of those competitive juices as they were uh, still firing inside, I think uh, uh, it would be uh, great for you to get out and and challenge yourself once again. Uh, among some of the uh, uh, your fellow competitors out there, Jamie, what about yourself? Um, I know you've got a couple of things that maybe you still like to accomplish uh, in your career as a teacher professional. Yeah, well, you know, I've been working on a book, and uh, it's it's not specifically about golf. Golf is a uh, a lot of examples sprinkled throughout the book, and a chapter of golf is a case study of what the book is all about. And uh, so, I'm looking forward to uh, completing that. And uh, I started to uh, teach online golf mastery schools, and uh, they've just been, you know, they've been virtual because of COVID, but um, I really love doing them, and uh, it's, they've been just tremendous um, growth experiences. They've been a ton of fun. Um, you know, I'm very passionate about bringing a much more holistic approach um, to golf and to the world in general, and, you know, very specifically through golf. So, um, I want to do more golf mastery schools. I want to help people to integrate more fitness. Um, you know, I have a whole thing around um, make your golf club your health club <laughs> and, um, and uh, an integrated body-mind approach to the mental game. Um, so I'm really passionate about uh, bringing that to people. I, just even this year, I had quite a few pros and uh, uh, amateur competitors uh, and champions who participated in my golf mastery schools and, you know, as well as just sort of, you know, your average golfers. And it's really been exciting to see how much impact uh, this approach the, and the ways that I teach, the things that I bring in, uh, the impact it, it has on people. Um, and it's been impacting people's teaching, their playing, and that's just really exciting. So I want to just continue to make more of an impact in that way um, and also to bring more people into golf. Uh, it's interesting that from COVID, 
golf is finally growing, mm. right? It's a, it's a safe sport. You right. can do it. It's, and so all of a sudden people are really into golf. And um, I found that I've been able through the years to interest people who have had no interest in golf or like, uh, yeah, maybe when I'm older, or, you know, when I'm bored or something. And, you know, five or 10 minutes, I start talking to them and they realize what an incredible opportunity golf presents for engaging with their whole self and with nature and the, the social dimensions, the business possibilities, uh, the self-development, the sort of, um, you know, you could call it the spiritual aspect or whatever, um, you know, of a sport. And um, so, you know, I'm excited too to, you know, continue to help excite people as they come into golf, to bring them more into golf and those who are coming into golf to have a way to really get a solid start and, uh, you know, just to be so excited about it. And I would say personally, uh, uh, you know, my bucket list is to play more beautiful, gorgeous golf courses all over the country and the world. <laughs> that would be my per- my personal thing. I still love to play and, and compete, but, um, you know, just to, just to get out there and uh, play, play all over the place would probably be my, my bucket list on, as far as that goes. Yeah, I think, uh, again, uh, a couple of great uh, – things to have in your bucket list and uh you know paul and i talked briefly um just before we uh came on air about you know um golf sort of getting a a jolt in the arm if you will as a result of of uh this pandemic and um yeah i think uh, there's a lot of people that have come out that have never um been involved in golf and it'll be interesting to see how the industry handles that moving forward um when things start to settle back down, uh, I hope that many of these people, hopefully all of them, but many of them uh, will realize uh, what a great game this is and uh, many of the opportunities, Jamie, that you mentioned in uh, in your uh, comment there a moment ago. Um, there's just too many, really, to, to go through them all, but uh, there's just so many real great opportunities and doors that can be opened by golf. So uh, hopefully um, we'll, we'll keep a few of them uh, on board. Um, but great answers, guys. I, I appreciate that very much. All right, uh, Paul, I'm going to jump back up to you. And, and again, uh, we got a couple more things. This time what I want you to do is I want you to reflect on yourself and particularly, and I want you to maybe come up with a couple things. If you can't do two, one's fine, um, that you've learned from yourself through this journey. Um, you've learned from others, and um, you know, you've got some some learning still to do as, as we all do. Um, but what are a couple of things that you've learned from yourself as you've journeyed through, uh, this career? What about yourself? Have you learned? Oh, I think, uh, I've learned that I, um, I really, I really love trying to understand people. Um, I think, you know, when I first, started as a player uh it was much more about me and and about trying to shoot scores and um achieve goals as a player and uh even when i just started coaching you know and and got into into teaching and coaching it was i think much more about trying to help people solve problems <clears throat> and golf swings and technique and i what i've learned you know is that as i as i start to focus much more on on or just as much, I should say, on on people and understanding how each individual, each of my clients, you know, works, what their personalities are. Um, you know, I think it, it's it's made uh, the process of being a teacher and a coach much more enriching. Um, 
you know, relationships uh, become, uh, you know, start to be measured in years and instead of sessions, you know, and I've got relationships with people now for, you know, that I've known for, oh gosh, you know, like eight, nine years, I've been working with some of my clients and, and the more you get to know them uh, as people and, um, and understand their personalities, it just, uh, it makes, it makes coaching so much more enjoyable. So I've, I've started to, um, you know, focus a lot more on that and on the mental game and meditation. Uh, I learned to meditate about five years ago and that, uh, that really changed, you know, the way I approach golf and the way I approach coaching. Um, so I would say, uh, that's, that's the best answer I can give you there. I think, Ted. (laughs) I think that's perfect. Um, just before I, I turn it over to Jamie, you know, it's interesting, something that I picked up from what you just said, and that is, you know, very early on in our careers, and I think this is anything, it's not just golf, but, you know, we, we tend to focus on ourselves a little bit. We're trying to think, okay, well, how can I, you know, what can I show them? What can I do um, to make their experience better? Which, of course, is what we ultimately want to do. But we tend to have a, a slightly different focus, I think, when we first get into um, whatever career it is, but even as golf professionals and, and golf instructors, we tend to, you know, we want to show them what we, we know and we want to kind of teach them what we know. Um, but I think as we develop and as we begin to become more, um, you know, seasoned in our, in our profession, it suddenly becomes even more about the student, what we can, um, you know, learn, what information we can gather from them um, to make it a better experience, not so much what we can tell them, but what we can learn from them because we've started to discover here over the last um, decade or so particularly that um, not every you know, swing is alike. Everybody's different. So I think as professionals, we, we grow as we get older and we develop a better listening skill, if you will, and are able to you know, really hear what the students are saying and not just telling them what they need, we think they need to hear. So I think we develop and grow as, as individuals, and I think that comes from your sort of own internal dialogue as we develop. Uh, but great answer. I like that, Paul. Um, Jamie, what about yourself? A couple of things that you've learned from yourself. Oh, you know, you, <laughs> golf is, uh, as uh, Michael Murphy wrote in Golf in the Kingdom, golf is uh, a an x-ray of the soul, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just think we learn so much about ourselves. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I've i certainly seen my challenges to kind of control my mind and my emotions and uh, to, to really be more centered and grounded and to manage things and, and all of that. As an instructor, I think I've really uh, kind of honed in on how much I love the communication challenge. Uh, to be aware of of mm-hmm. how to how to see what's going on with somebody, to be tuned into them, to be tuned into their learning styles and uh, metaphors, things that make sense to them, and are they more visual and kinesthetic or um, auditory, those kinds of things. Um, but to to I just really do love that that challenge, that interaction with every student, and also with groups. Uh, to keep people engaged, to keep people excited, to see when people get something and how rewarding that is, how exciting that is, uh, improvements they make, the light bulbs that go on. Um, And also for me, 
In fact, on Saturday, I'm giving a talk at uh, this International Embodiment Conference about, it's called Bringing Somatics, um, body, soma means the body, bringing somatics to like mainstream society. And I've kind of been doing that in golf, which is to be bringing a more, when I say holistic, a more body-mind approach, understanding the energy, energy dynamics in the golf swing and in the whole body-mind system as we're swinging a club and dealing with the challenges on the golf course or in competition and to kind of bring a heightened awareness of that and to make that something that's very sort of mainstream. You know, this is an alternative. This isn't a woo-woo. This isn't new age. This is, this is kind of the way it is, you know. And, uh, and it just fills out the experience of golfing, the experience of learning to golf, of, of golf improvement, of teaching, of communicating in golf. And so, you know, I really see how much that is my passion and how much – it strikes chords in people and people you wouldn't even think like, um, you know, I've, I've had many opportunities to teach seniors and, um, you know, and, and around the country, not places that are, you know, California hip or something like that. And to just see that, you know, coming along and talking about this stuff and, uh, and having people much more connected to their bodies and their breath and their balance and their center and their left and right sides and their connection and their energy flow instead of a, kind of a brute force muscle power. And I just see people light up, um, people you wouldn't expect to. And I, to see that resonance and to go, wow, this is really, this is what's in people. This is what's in golf. This is, what's, this is what it's about. And so, uh, you know, of course people light up when, when given the opportunity. So uh, I see how much I like to be giving that opportunity, shall we say. <laughs> well, and I think it, it, again, goes to, you know, as teacher professionals and, and coaches, you know, it's it's not all about just, you know, um, explaining the, the intricacies of the golf swing and and um, what you need to do and what you don't need to do. It's, it's about helping them to understand the experience that you can have with golf. Golf has so many different layers, if you will. It's not just about going out there and and shooting your best score. It's about enjoying the moments that you're out there. I mean, what other sport do you have an opportunity to spend four hours uh, enjoying some of the best that nature has to offer? Think of the, you know, the not only the visual effects that we get from golf, but also the sounds that we get from golf. And I'm not talking about the guy that just hit a bad shot two fairways over and is yelling, uh, you know, all kinds of obscenities out there. But, you know, there's one with nature. Um, you know, we have a lot of great opportunities to, um, you know, in all areas of the country um, and, and around the world uh, to see all kinds of different uh, ways that nature uh, can be embraced in, in the golf industry. So it's a very, um, very so- it can be very soothing. It certainly can be frustrating, as we all know. But that's one of the challenges, and that's one of the, the things about golf that makes it uh, interesting uh, is that it is very challenging and it is a very personal experience. It's one of the very few games out there that you're really, it's you against the elements. And you're not, uh, even though you might be playing against somebody or uh, in a foursome and you're, you're challenging one another, um, it's all up to you. You don't have anyone there helping you along the way. It's, it's all you. And uh, I think as golf instructors and coaches, uh, we have an opportunity to share some of that experience through our playing lessons and, and other areas and, and uh, hopefully with many of the new golfers that are coming on board right now that are trying it for the first time, I hope that they're 
taking in that experience and um, don't be frustrated. Um, it, it's, it's difficult even for the best of us out there. And uh, I think you'll learn as you continue on that journey. Um, Ted, all right, Paul, I'm going to come back. A... Yep. Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, just Go to... ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I just wanted to give a little example. Like I was thinking, uh, seeing several of my students uh, who have been in their 70s or 80s, and you know they're so frustrated they can't hit the ball very far and all of that. And it's like, you know, where are they going to get more like oomph to do it? And some of the exercises I teach from uh, Bliss, Balance, Lengthen, Integrate, Stretch, Strengthen, uh, some exercises that just help them to um, strengthen their uh, their their hips and their hip flexors and their glutes um, to straighten their arms out more. They didn't realize that their elbows have gotten kind of uh, tight and shortened muscles. And so, you know, just to be able to get a little bit more strength a little in their legs, a little more balance, a little more extension by stretching out those elbows a little bit more. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, the ball just went another 5, 10, 20 yards. And it wasn't because they, you know, somehow ate Wheaties when they were, you know, 80 years old. <laughs> and they go, wow, that, you know, this is, and they're getting a little bit more extension and speed. And then they have better balance and they're feeling like they're not about to fall. Um, and even for newer players who they may not have trouble uh, from age or whatever with their elbows, but they're bending their elbows and they're, you know, they just don't understand the concept of extension and they're trying to scoop and all that. And, you know, just say, oh, okay, that's how that works. Wow. And look at the effects. That's giving me more accuracy. That's giving me some more yardage. And to make those connections between what what's happening in their bodies, some new awareness, some exercises they can do, and some ways that they can actually put that into their swing motion and then you, you know, compare that, say, to a really, uh, you know, a little handicap or a tour player and go, see what, see what the, the position they're in. And, you know, you're starting to get into that position more because um, you have more awareness or you have more physical ability. And then they see the results. You know, that's what's so great about golf, right? Every shot you hit, um, you get feedback and you can see what happens. Um, and so, you know, that stuff's just so exciting and to make those connections and to see people gain those kinds of capabilities and to see that also we can gain capabilities at any age um, and regain capabilities if there's been an injury or if it's from age or whatever it might be. It's just, um, you know, it's just really, it's, it's thrilling actually. It's a very exciting and rewarding thing. You know, and that just goes to one of the points that I was um making this is that really golf is something really for everybody and um, it's one of the very few games out there that you can play um, whether you're very young or old um, it's one of those games um, that allows you and affords you that opportunity so um, don't be afraid if you're in your 60s 70s or 80s and you think that you can't do it um, not true there's plenty in your age brackets that uh, are out there every day uh, swinging it on the links um, great uh, thank you for that for that, uh, uh, those points, uh, Jamie. Thank you, um, Paul. I want to come back to you. And again, um, this time we're going to turn it on the students for a second. And that is two things you want your students to take away from your teaching. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an individual <laughs> lesson, but something that you want. A couple of things that you want your students to take away um, from working with you. What is the main things that you want them to take away? Uh, I think, you know, one of one of the big things is that, the you know, there are so many diverse skills involved in playing good golf. And uh, I think so many 
a large number of, of clients uh, who, when I when we first start working together, are so focused on their golf swing, and uh, and you know it's important to be able to advance the ball uh, and have it not go complete, you know, in completely unpredictable directions when you're out playing. And it, it's important to have a golf swing that produces a ball flight that you can sort of count on. <clears throat> but golf is an adventure. You know, you go to the golf course every day and you just don't, you don't know where the ball is going to go. And, and it, it's not predictable um, even for the best players in the world. And, and I think, you know, for people to, to see the game as, uh, you know, as that and um, really uh, embrace working on all of the different skills that they need to play great golf uh, from, you know, uh, controlling your, your thought process and your emotions to uh, short game putting, um, you know, all of the different things that, that contribute to shooting good scores. Uh, that's stuff that I really try to emphasize with everybody I work with. And I think the other thing is, is, uh, you know, the, just understanding the body swing connection, you know, from a kind of a TPI, uh, standpoint, you know, that's, that's the training that I have. And, um, the way our bodies function has such a huge effect on how you swing the golf club. And we are all very unique. We're unique in the way, uh, all of our, our joints are aligned and work. Uh, we're unique in our uh, mobility and balance. And if you can start to understand how your body works and improve uh, the things that you can improve, uh, it makes it makes improving your golf swing much easier. Uh, you, you know, you'll you'll be free from injury. You'll be able to play golf more. You'll have more energy at the end of your rounds. You'll be able to finish rounds better. Um, and, uh, the game just becomes so much more enjoyable. So, you know, I, I'd say those two things are, are, you know, right up there is, is some of the stuff that I would really like my clients to take away from, from our work together. Again, a great, uh, a great perspective, Paul. Thank you for, for sharing that. And I couldn't agree on both points, um, um, more wholeheartedly. Um, Jamie, what about yourself? A couple of things that, um, you want your students to take away from uh, working with you? I think the first would be having a much greater sense of presence in their own body and connection. So feeling a sense of connection, um, first with themselves, all the way that, um, as Paul was saying, the ways that, you know, the body moves in harmony, body parts move in certain sequence and rhythm and, and timing from the lower to the upper body, uh, a sense of harmony and connection in their golf swing. Um, and that, that that starts with them, you know, and they're, they're in charge of that. And, you know, we can teach things and we can practice them. But um, so, you know, it would be learning that, that uh, heightened sense of connection. Also the connectedness with, with the golf course, the contours of the golf course, the which way the wind's blowing, you know, all these kinds of things. So, um, you know, and being connected with uh, the playing partners, with the whole experience. So um, I think it's about presence and connection, and that kind of leads into the other, which would be a sense of self-mastery, that, you know, we really are, we're, we're each in charge of our own body, our mind, our emotions, 
and we want to have greater awareness of them and then how to work with them. How do we work with our mind and our emotions and how, how does being in our body, how can that affect how we can calm our emotions or, um, you know, kind of um, channel our, our thoughts in positive, productive ways that, you know, these things all interact, right? Uh, we're not just a separate body, a separate mind. You know, there's not a mental game over here and a, a physical techniques over here. Um, so I would say that heightened sense of connection and presence, really being in your body and, and taking charge of your own faculties because we each as human beings have four faculties and they're called our body, mind, emotions, and spirit. And they need to work in harmony. That's the I in Aikido or Kiai Golf um, is that, that unity, that unison, that synchronization, and that we can get better and better at that. And that as we do those things, uh, we finish our round of golf, we put our golf clothes back in the trunk or whatever, and like, boom, here we are in our life, yeah? And so how can we carry that over into who we are and how we do everything in relationship uh, you know, personal relationships, work relationships, whatever it is, because this is this is life, you know. And and in that sense, golf is very much life, and we can use our practice and our playing of the game to help us with that. Uh, again, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, it's always interesting when you know we sort of unpack golf a little bit differently, and you know, remove the swing as it were, and look at all the other components um, that golf makes up. And it's, uh, it's uh, a very, as I said, a very interesting game. Uh, the swing is just but one part of it. There's so much more. As, you know, we've started to learn more and more, not only about how the body works and, and how that part of it uh, comes together and, and uh, helps to make things a little bit easier to understand and, and accomplish some of the, uh, the tasks that are needed to, in order to enjoy this game from a physical standpoint, uh, but the aspects mentally that have opened up uh, over the years, we begin to understand a little bit more about our mind and body connection. Um, so some great points. Um, I've just got one more question, and I was thinking about this, and this was sort of um, to, to what we were talking about in the very beginning, and that is with you know, sort of a, a newfound growth in the game uh, you know, spawned from, of course, this uh, pandemic, which is uh, um, don't want to take away from it. It's been very, very tragic. Uh, for some folks out there and certainly been very unsettling for uh, many others. But um, golf has certainly um, been very fortunate through this difficult time and has seen uh, quite a substantial uptick in people coming out and playing, particularly people from uh, you know areas that have never been involved in any way, shape, and form of golf have uh, come out of the house, so to speak, um, you know, to be able to just to, to get out and do something. So my question to to you guys is this, and again, I'll start with Paul and then Jamie, um, and maybe a couple of things that you would like to see change in the golf industry in order to facilitate this growth. In other words, what could we do differently as an industry, um, maybe that we haven't done in the past, to keep some of these new people in the game and not just treat it as a momentarily thing uh, in our industry, what are some options that you think uh, we could do as an industry uh, to keep some of these folks engaged in golf? Um, I think that uh, relaxing some of the rules that that uh, we encounter at the golf course would be a really good place to start. Um, worrying less about what people are wearing, 
um, making sure that people feel welcome uh, and, and that, you know, golf is an inclusive instead of an exclusive sport would, would be a really big uh, help. And I think, you know, as an industry, if we can figure out ways to create more learning opportunities, um, more affordable learning opportunities, uh, ways to help players develop um, over the long haul so that we can keep them feeling as though there's always room for growth uh, in their game and, and things to learn um, and making that kind of an integral part of uh, every golf course, every facility that they go to so that, uh, you know, people can learn how to play, learn how to enjoy the game and, uh, and that it can be attainable. Um, I think those are things that would really um, help the industry uh, and, and operators capitalize on all of this interest that we see in the game, in the game right now. Um, because uh, post COVID uh, there's going to be some competition again for people's recreation mm-hmm. and, um, and we need to be able to, um, you know, uh, get people to stay involved and, and make it uh, something that they want to continue doing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think, um, as you suggest, I think relaxing the rules a little bit, um, and, and that's not to say to, to do away with them. Uh, certainly altogether, we, we have to have rules yeah. in the game. It's, uh, but uh, I, I agree. I think we need to relax some of them a little bit. Um, and, um, you know, we, we have to be mindful of slow play. So there's, you know, certainly rules that could be adjusted or modified to help speed the game up a little bit. And, uh, and, um, I think that would, uh, would be a, certainly a good start. And, and again, making it more inclusive as opposed to exclusive, uh, would be another thing to, to start. Jamie, what about yourself? Um, I'm sure you probably, uh, agree with uh, some of what Paul said, but uh, maybe you have some other thoughts as well uh, on how we can uh, really make some changes in the industry to um, get more people not just to come out and play, but keep more people out of the golf course. What are some options? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with some of the points that Paul and, and you have made. I think it's so important that golf is more welcoming and that it's more inclusive, it's more diverse, um, and it's more affordable. Uh, some of that has to do with time and money investment. Um, and, you know, golf has for so long uh, been more of a, <coughs> excuse me, more of an elite sport and a very expensive mm-hmm. sport. So, you know, we've been working on that through time, but I think that that has to maybe go through a real uh, revolution, evolution, <laughs> so that, uh, you know, the whole image of golf needs to change. Um, things may be possible where club manufacturers and uh, um, clothing and uh, golf shoes and all, maybe they team up with golf facilities. And particularly right now, as people are starting to play golf, if, um, you know, you could uh, together, it could create packages where here's you get, you know, for X amount, you get lessons, you get some, uh, you know, beginner clubs, whatever, but um, that you make it so that people have, put some kind of investment, but they've got the equipment. You know, once you've got the equipment, you want to use it, right? Um, and, mm. for example, in martial arts, there's a lot of uh, dojos and schools that create uh, like a one-month or three-month package, and then you sign up for that, and then you get a free uniform and blah, 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 X amount of special lessons. And so, you know, you want to give people something in the beginning, particularly new people, 
that's going to, first of all, ensure that they have success because you're giving them enough instruction and they're getting kind of incorporated into the scene. And they've also got some of the equipment that they need, right? And, I mean, when you've got your clubs, uh, uh, you want to use them. You've got your shoes, you want to wear them, right? Um, so <laughs> I think that it's really an opportunity for um, club manufacturers and facilities maybe to get away from their own uh, you know, uh, separated profit-making models to how can we team up here and make this uh, a real win-win at, where we're going to actually bring people in in a way that's going to help them stick. Because as you said, yeah, as soon as people can get out there and do all their other sports, uh, golf is going to lose mm-hmm. some of the supercharge that it's got at the moment. But if we can get people really into golf um, in a successful way, I think that's important. The other thing is... Um, uh, I, I just uh, actually uh, posted an article I saw that I, I guess Tiger is uh, into golf course design, and he's really focused on executive part three kinds of courses uh, in a mm-hmm. way to make golf where the time investment, the money investment is less, and it's actually more doable. And I thought back on it, and that's actually the way I started. We had a little part three golf course mm-hmm. over Lake Michigan in Milwaukee. And just getting going on a course that was manageable, could learn the, you know, essential skills, 100, 150 yard in, the short game, putting. And, uh, you know, to have to have more opportunities where people can uh, afford the time and the money that it takes to play golf and to get out there and you know, let's say they do get back to playing their other sports, but hey, you know what? One, two, three hours, I could go out and play this beautiful little course. That'd be great. We'll keep them in the game. You know, I I have to say that Tiger must have been listening to Golf Talk Live because I have been saying that very same thing, Jamie, <laughs> about par three courses. Um, so um, I, I'm not trying to steal your credit, Tiger, um, but I think you owe me some props here. Um, I, I've said the same thing, you know, um, Jamie. In fact, just very quickly, I want to add uh, just a couple of points uh, as well. Um, you know, I grew up the same way. My father was the one that taught me uh, this great game when I was very, very young. I was about seven years old, uh, the same as you, Jamie, when I first uh, was taught this game. And my father was a member of a local country club, and it was a very, um, you know, prestigious club. And and uh, I remember him saying to me, you know, one day we're going to come out here and, and I'm going to let you play on this course with me and that. But for now, we're going to learn the game somewhere else. And so, you know, there was a great practice facility, not at that course, but down the street that had an adjacent par three executive course. Um, and it had 18 holes. And that's for the first few years. That's where I learned this game. Um, in fact, I was not allowed to go to the country club until he felt confident, not that I could be a great player or anything like that. He just wanted to make sure that I understood what I needed to understand before he would take me, as he used to put it, to the big boys course. And I think that, and I've said this for years, um, I think one of the problems that we faced is a lot of the golf purists out there that are afraid of change in the game. So let me just clarify, we don't need to get a, a, a rid of um, golf as it is now. We need to add to it. So in other words, the tours are not going to go away. Uh, the country clubs certainly are not going to go away entirely, um, and the resorts are not going to go away. But we have to have another model in golf that the everyday 
amateur can grapple uh, to and can come to and enjoy this great game. Because the truth of the matter is, when you're building courses that are, you know, 7,000 yards plus, 90% of the population can't handle them. They don't have mm-hmm. the skill. They don't have the ability. And this is why you have so many people that get frustrated because the courses are just too long. They're not able to learn the skills that they need to be able to handle those courses. And they can get lessons from now until the second coming. But the truth of the matter is they need to be educated in such a way. And to go to your point, uh, Jamie, as well, is the cost factor. Um, golf is still very, very expensive in many ways. Um, you know, I can go to my local uh, uh, sporting goods store and I can pick up a tennis racket and a sleeve of tennis balls for not much more than $20. And I can go up and I can play tennis at many tennis courts for free. I can't do that with golf. So I agree that the manufacturers and the courses need to find ways to work together, to partner with one another and say, we're going to help provide some equipment for the courses so that the everyday folks, and I know there are some available, but it's not enough. And we have to relax the dress code a little bit, let people come a little bit more. I mean, obviously you have to have some restrictions. You can't have people, um, you know, they're uh, not wearing anything as much as some might enjoy that. But, um, you know, you have to have some dress code. But you can relax that a bit, and some places have done that already, and it's been very, very successful. It's helped to make others feel a little more welcome. So there's a lot of things that we can do without having to get rid of um, what we understand the uh, initial uh, experiences that, that many people have had with golf. So there's, there's room for more. There's room for growth, in other words, and every industry has done that. Unfortunately, golf has still been a little bit behind uh, the gate on that, and Although golf is competitive, um, it doesn't always have to be competitive. Um, you know, there's a lot of great junior programs. There's a lot of other uh, mini tours and things out there. That's great for those that want have those competitive juices in there. But for the everyday person that just wants to go and have a great experience and have a few laughs with their friends and stuff, um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be so complicated and so overwhelming that it scares them away. So if we're going to bring more people into this game and keep them in this game, we have to make it so that it's accessible for everybody and that it uh, provides some challenges for those that want challenges and less challenging for those that just want to go out and have some fun and don't want to feel intimidated or feel threatened that they're going to make a fool of themselves. And that's very simple to do with some of the suggestions that you guys have made. Um, great discussion tonight, guys. I want to thank you as always, and I'm going to give you each an opportunity. Um, I'm going to go reverse order this time. Jamie, you can go first, and then Paul, let the folks know. Uh, if they want to reach out to you, the best way that they can do that. Well, thank you, Ted. This has really been a fun discussion, and thank you, Paul. It's really been, really been good. Um, people can reach me through my website at thecenteredway.com. It's uh, centered, E-D, thecenteredway, uh, or kiigolf.com, K-I-A-I-Golf.com. I'll take you to the same place. Um, or jamie at kiigolf.com. Uh, if you want to email me, I always say this, that I actually enjoy talking to people, and I answer my phone, I return messages. <laughs> so 760-492-GOLF. 760-492-4653 is a way to reach me. Um, I teach all kinds of um, you know seminars, lessons, doing a lot of things virtually these days, obviously. And uh, uh, also on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, possible to find me. And, uh, yeah, so many possibilities. And I also uh, do a lot of speaking, and I do corporate work 
uh, and where business meets the green, blending golf and business, a lot of women's empowerment, women's leadership, uh, blending golf and leadership, uh, fitness. So uh, a lot of possibilities um, in, in some of the ways that I tailor um, individual and group training. So, um, yeah, feel free to get in touch with me. I always love to, to um, connect with people and to, to work together and play together. Perfect. Thank you, Jamie. And, Paul, what about yourself? Best way that uh, folks, if they want to reach out to you, that they can get in touch? Ted, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. And I really enjoyed the conversation tonight and Jamie uh, as well. You know, it was just, this is great. So uh, my website's paulcastergolf.com. Uh, my email is paul at paulcastergolf.com. You can find me on social media on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, and Facebook as well. And I also uh, have a new app on the App Store, which is Paulcaster Golf Coaching. Um, and, uh, I, I do a fair amount of remote coaching, um, and, uh, and in-person training as well at my studio in Little Silver, New Jersey, and, um, and at Jumping Brook Country Club, where I was fortunate to spend the day today doing some playing lessons. So, uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Ted. I appreciate you having us both on. All right. Well, guys, thank you uh, once again for, uh, Coming on uh, tonight in the Coach's Corner panel, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed uh, this evening's discussion, and uh, I look forward to the next time. And uh, on that note, have a great weekend, and I will see you guys next time on the Coach's Corner panel. Uh, Thanks, awesome. Tom. Thank you. Keep swinging. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was Paul Castor and Jamie Leno-Zimron here tonight on the Coach's Corner panel on Golf Talk Live. Uh, always uh, always like to have an interesting conversation and share uh from the coach's perspective a little bit about how they got into the game. And I thought this is, uh, was an interesting discussion tonight about how, not only how they got into the game, but how they got to where they are today and, and uh, some of their thoughts on and where they see the game growing and, and what we can do to help make some uh, positive ja- uh, changes to uh, move the game forward. So always uh, glad to have that discussion here on the panel. All right, my very special guest, I see he's ready. So I'm going to just uh, let everybody know. Uh, a little bit about him, and then I will bring him on for uh, my very special guest. Of course, I'm talking about Rich uh, Kozowski. Uh, he is the CEO of Perfect Motion. Uh, he brings 30-plus years of management, technology development, and financing expertise from successful companies, including uh, Qualcomm and uh, 411, Yahoo. Uh, Rich has founded and run numerous early-stage tech companies and has me- mentored startups uh, for 15-plus years at MIT's Venture Mentoring Service. So please welcome my very special guest, the CEO of Perfect Motion, uh, Rich Kozowski. Good evening, Rich, and welcome to Golf Um, Talk Live. Thank you, Ted. Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, Looking forward to our discussion. Well, I I appreciate it. Um, So let me ask you, uh, I guess, first before we get into, um, you know, talking about Perfect Motion, uh, why golf? I mean, you obviously have a very extensive background uh, with technology and, and so forth. You've, uh, again, mentored many startups and that. What was it about the golf industry that, that uh, sort of attracted you uh, to want to do what you're doing now? Uh, great question. Um, I've been a, you know, passionate about golf for a long time, and uh, I belong to a club here in, uh, outside of Boston, uh, Weston Golf Club and uh, a great instructor and also friend, uh, a, a guy named Tim Tier- Tierney, 
uh, was the uh, was my coach. And after I sort of finished one of my gigs, one of my startups, I I was sort of looking for the next thing, and I I sort of got with him and said, hey, maybe we could figure something out. You're an expert at uh, instruction. He, he's sort of the golf whisperer. He can relax anybody <laughs> in a moment. And uh, just a great knowledge, great lineage of instruction. And so, um, you know, he had a couple of ideas. I We picked one uh, that seemed interesting, involving sort of body motion, and came up with a pro- – you know, I developed a product based on that. And uh, we figured we'd give it a shot. And um, and the characteristics of the golf market are unique. <laughs> you know, golfers spend a lot of money. Right. They're passionate. You know, you know the numbers. Half the 25 yep. million golfers are you know avid. So we figured um, it would be interesting to try to apply some technology. So that's really how I got into it. Um, and then you know through a shift, you know, our first product was a little expensive. And uh, you know, we, what I did is try to redesign it to have a sensors and that talk to an app, right? Like everybody else. And um, then we had an aha moment that said, "Gee, what happens if instead of sensors, we could just use the optics of the camera of a smartphone?" Mm-hmm. And we, to be honest, we really had no idea that whether that would work or not. And it's uh, it's really blossomed into something sort of sort of amazing for us from a technology perspective but more importantly it's it's a great way for folks to to improve their golf game and and that's what the you know we talked about earlier on uh, the earlier segment coach's corner um you know i made the comment that you know handicaps for many golfers have not changed in in several decades so it's been a, a continual <laughs> perpetual struggling if you will so they're yep. always as you said the Golfers are very enthusiastic and always looking for uh, some way of, of bringing that handicap down. So let's before we unpack everything, let's start first and foremost. You know I'm right. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, oh right. I, I've got a great story about that that I I'd, that maybe we'll get to. <laughs> um, but go I'll, ahead. I'll tell you what. Go go ahead and share that. Go ahead and share that, and then we'll start talking about uh, perfect motion. Okay, well, I'll try to make it quick. I was a guest speaker for a business class at a nearby college, and um, they wanted me to talk about you know whatever I wanted. It was entrepreneurs and some finance people, and I chose really the one key key thread with my whole talk was serendipity, the serendipity of startups, because you know you always come up with ideas that you think you know, and you always shift because once you get out there, you learn. And things change, and things like COVID happen. So there, there are all sorts of different sort of pressures and whatnot. But one of what, what, where we started and where we ended up, you know, it's never a straight line. And I, I sort of pose the question to the students, exactly that. Okay, how much has the average handicap dropped over the last 30 years with the advent of? Uh, you know, all the different types of technology in the club, the head, the ball, all the, the, the explosion of video, instructional videos, the ability, uh, uh, ball, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, all, you know, TrackMan and those sort of launch monitors, and then all these you know, three-dimensional suits that can track everything about motion. How much? What percentage? And, of course, you, like you said, everybody guesses, you know, 20, 25, and it's zero. And you right. know, the point of the story was, well, we think the reason that is is because there's something missing in instruction, and it's not the instructor's fault. 
It's the way our body moves. And it's quite simply mm-hmm. that what you need is a method to learn. So instruction's great, but you need a method to learn. And in mm-hmm. essence, that's what we've <laughs> sort of wound up creating. So it wasn't that we started that way. We started as a, as a, as a technology to help detect, but what we've sort of ended up is, is really, we think, the missing piece in instruction. So anyway, so that's, uh, that was the story, and it does obviously lead into perfect motion. But um... Yeah, and, and you're exactly right. You know, this has been sort of the Achilles heel of the golf industry, and that is the inability to move the needle. I mean, you know, as, right. as golf professionals and coaches, you know, we've tried for years and again, of no fault of our own, with with different techniques yep. and different theories and and gadgets and gizmos, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, I know I know plenty of uh, senior golfers that have a, a garage full of of stuff out there that has you know has collecting dust and and has probably even helped the divorce rate a little bit, uh, you know, and not cleaning it out. So. Um, you know, that's Absolutely. just my take on it. So, so let's talk about you again. You know, I'm right. So let's talk yes, about absolutely. perfect motion. Tell us, okay. tell us what it's all about first and foremost. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. It, it, the very simplest, what we are is a personalized AI based golf training system that allows golfers to quickly develop proper body motion with every club in the bag through an innovative process of continuous expert feedback. Uh, That was a lot. And the other thing that's very, and I'm going to get more into that, but the the other thing that's very unique is that the app allows golfers to train anywhere, anytime, with or without a ball, in fact, even without a club, while receiving the same expert guidance on every swing and putt as though you were in front of an instructor. And all they need is their phone. There's nothing else. So that's sort of how we start. And um, let me explain a little bit about continuous expert feedback because it sort of ties into what I was just talking about. And and by the way, eventually I think we should talk about muscle memory because that's, of course, a big part of why it's so hard to get better. Um, So continuous expert feedback is really the way we learn. Um, Think of a loop. (laughs) So you start by taking a swing. You receive feedback immediately, and then based on that feedback, you make an adjustment, and then you repeat, Mm -hmm. and you keep repeating until the feedback tells you things are good, and the result, if you're hitting a ball, gets better. It's like you're on the box, right? That's sort of the way it works. Well, this trial and error method, this swing, learn, adjust, right, will quickly allow you to feel correct motion and and the bottom line is we don't learn from video we learn from trying and experimenting so the video is instructional and then we have to try it and but what you need is that feedback i mean if you just go and hit balls you're more likely reinforcing bad habits than improving um so another way to think about this continuous expert feedback is again, it's like a virtual on-the-box experience. So it's, you know, you take a swing, the instructor gives you feedback, you make an adjustment, you take another swing. That's really what we're emulating. And the great thing is that, um, that because the instructor, 
and you can choose an instructor for free, customizes the app to each student and provides custom fix videos for each, each fault that we detect with your motion. Mm-hmm. The golfer receives a single voice of instruction. So, again, it really is just like an on-the-box experience. But now you can have it anywhere, anytime. And I will say golfers have really enjoyed it, <laughs> and, they, and, they, they, and they get better. Well, and, and you're exactly right. You have to, uh, you know, and, and this I'm sure you can explain uh, some of the differences because there's obviously a lot of apps out there. There's a lot of video-based apps. Um, and to go to your point yep. earlier, uh, it's great we can watch our own video uh, of our own swing mm-hmm. or we can watch, uh, you know, the latest and greatest on the PGA professionals to see what they're doing. But until we actually get out there and do it ourselves – uh, and you know, through trial and error, uh, we're not really going to see improvement just by watching somebody. We're not. So that's really what a lot of the difference between the video-based apps out there is that they're just showing you what a good swing might look like or what's been successful for that person, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good for you. Would that be accurate? Yeah, I, I love the way you summarize that. I mean, really, I almost think of it, um, it's really the difference between instruction and learning, just like you said. Instruction, videos are great for instruction. But the learning process is about trial and error. And you really need immediate feedback and, and the ability to adjust. And then quickly you start, you start to groove the proper technique. And it's amazing how quickly you will end up with better contact, which of course is more accuracy and, 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 and at added distance. So um, it's, you know, it, it sort of all feeds on itself. And, um, the thing is, as soon as you have to take a video and then upload it and wait for an analysis, you're not continuous, right? You don't have that loop. Right. Right. And it's really, we're really the only system that provides that true immediate feedback on every swing, which is, which I would, we would claim is the necessary feature. And, um, and, and by the way, the feedback has to be, you know, informative, but it has to be simple to digest and act upon which is sort of exactly what our, our fault detection and what we call motion maps provide. So that's one of the other keys to our innovation that makes us very different from video apps. What about motion um, map? Tell us a little bit about that. What does that do? Okay. Well, so, again, part of our sort of patent-tending technology is, is, what, is something that we call a motion map, which is really just a new and concise representation of a swing. It's really, and it really provides your unique motion signature. So let, let me explain. A motion map has two parts. Um, first is a diagnosis of the swing. So we, we track your body motion using AI, determine if you had issues with your motion, and then tell you what it is. For instance, you swayed, or you came out of posture, or you lifted your arms, or you were too far forward at impact. Those are faults, and so it it tells you the fault. By the way, by priority, because you may have more than one issue, um, it explains it, and then it um, and then it provides a custom video fix to help eliminate the issue. So that's the first part. But the, the other part is that includes a precise trace of your, of, of your core body motion. Um, so so the, the best way to think about this, and this is maybe hard, I'm going to try to help, help people visualize 
is um, imagine a dot on your chest, like near your neck, and that as you get ready at address, we find that dot, even though you don't need, there isn't any dot, a virtual dot. And as you go through from address to the top of your swing through impact, we track that dot's motion. And we take that trace and we map it onto a one-inch grid. And that's some of the feedback we give you. Now, you'll have to sort of take my word for it because when you see this, and there are lots of videos that, we, that help explain it, but it really is as simple as one, mm -hmm. two, three, because on the actual trace, one marks your position at address, two marks your position at the top of the swing, and three marks your position at, um, at the top of the backswing, and three marks your position at impact. And that simple two-dimensional view is so easy to understand and more importantly provides the feedback offers need to make adjustments and improvements. And um, you sort of just got to try it to believe it, but you know, we're taking actually three-dimensional data and all sorts of orientation information about the body and the motion and distilling it down to a simple thing that you can react to. And for example, let's say you, 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 let's say you were lifting your arms, which means on your backswing, which means that as you're, this often happens because you're not rotating your hips. Instead of rotating, you lift up and your body comes up as you lift your arms as opposed to rotating correctly. And so what happens with that is that we pick that up right away. Now that you know you're doing that, there are a whole bunch of very simple ways to fix it. And in fact, you probably want to fix it by tra actually by training without a ball, which is a, which is sort of another thing that we that we do uniquely. But um, well, maybe we should talk about that actually, because that may be something that well, sort of ties right into this. And, and yeah, and I want to just quickly go back just for one quick second to yep. make a, a point about uh, your motion map. What's unique about that from a golf um, instructor's uh, point of view is is obviously if we're making the correct yeah, again again we're we're not doing this uh, visually and we'll send everybody yep. to the website uh, when we're done so that they can go and see some of the great videos that you guys have but okay. what I want to help understand is with this motion map you're able to identify those positions if they're correct or not because obviously as as you said that point sort of at the at the base uh, of your neck uh, and your chest yep. area where next um, position one if you're lifting, then position two, if you will, um, yep. is is going to be off. It's going to be askew because you're not you're not rotating correctly into your backswing. So you're going to be able to pick that up with motion map. Uh, and again, obviously, yep. same thing as when you're into impact position. So um, that's critically important because a lot of people um, obviously fall into that trap and don't swing correctly. This allows you. Uh, to be able to see that uh, very quickly and identify some of the issues. Um, let's talk about, uh, as you were starting to, about uh, practicing without a ball. Um, we see lots of guys taking swings at the driving range, hitting balls all over the place, uh, not you know, getting much results. Um, yep. How could you train without a ball and yet still get results? Yeah, so uh, gr again, we're a really big proponent of, 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 of what we call no ball. And, um, again, one of the big benefits of the app, right, is you can train anywhere with or without a ball or even a club. And the big, there's this huge, really huge benefit 
of being able to practice without a ball. Um, you know, there's a, there was a recent story on Dustin Johnson in uh, Golf Digest that focused on DJ's use of a, a mirror and air swings to perfect his swing. And, you know, and he's not the only, the only one. Like, you know, better players and instructors understand sort of the benefit of practicing um, without a ball to help groove their motion, right? I mean, that's that's the idea. The problem is most of the time, or, or really all the time, the only option for his working without a ball is like a practice swing, and, and that doesn't help. There's no feedback. So you really have no idea what you're doing. Well, because because of the technology we've developed and the fact that even though you're not hitting a ball, we can determine when you would have that impact, had impact, we right. can give you the exact same feedback as though you hit a ball. And 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 that's really important, but it, it turns out really muscle memory and that concept is really what begs you to train without a ball. Um, I mean, muscle memory and the way it all works and, and is 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 really why so many instructors want or, or in, have motion drills, right? That's what they do. They develop motion drills so you can learn the correct motion without the distraction mm -hmm. of the ball. Well, um, and, and also, Rich, Rich, too, just to stop you for just a second, yep. and then I'll let you continue. But, yep. you know, with muscle memory, um, and again, with the technology that you're, that you're using in your app is, again, without even the benefit of hitting a golf ball, you're able to identify exactly the positions that the golfers are getting into um, at right. impact and in the backswing, as we mentioned. So you're able to see whether or not they're transitioning correctly. So even if yep. there was a ball there, you're going to be able to tell – with basically a bird's eye view without even seeing them hit the ball, whether or not they got into the correct position. Am I right? No, that, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, and let me, let me sort of feed on that and, and sort of get into the, really the, the whole muscle memory, because there's a lot of fun things about the app that, that we've discovered. I mean, it really is sort of a, it's some ways a voyage of discovery for all of us, including all the instructors that are using it. And we'll get into that later, but, but, I think most people understand the, the concept of muscle memory, but with the app, it's so easy to, to demonstrate it. And by the way, the app's free to download and use for two weeks, and then it's, it's only $6 a month. So, But I, I, I challenge people to download and try this and literally take five swings with the app without a ball. In fact, you don't even need a club, right? And the app walks you through all this stuff, so it's, so, so it's really easy and then take a look at the resulting motion maps. And we have a view, once you finish sort of a session of swings, you, you're presented with a mini, a mini version of the map. So you can see, you can p compare swings. And by the way, all this happens immediately. There's no delays. And what you'll see, I guarantee it, is five, if you take five swings, take five, five, five traces of your body's motion, and they will be virtually identical. And this happens with everybody that uses the app. So in other words, we can actually, in, in essence, prove muscle memory. That's your body's motion. <laughs> and the problem is if the motion is such that it's introducing um, inconsistencies because you have to make adjustments because you're not using the biomechanics and physics optimally, then 
you need to change that motion. And here's where we get with what the, the missing piece of instruction. In order to change a grooved pattern, the first and foremost, you need to under, you know, be aware of it. Then you need a method to fix it, but then you need a method to learn it. And once you learn it, you need the reps to, to regroove mm-hmm. a new motion. And the best way to regroove is without a ball because then there's no pressure or distraction of the ball, and you can actually learn the motion correctly. And then once you've established through reps, regroove the motion, then you can take it, take it to the range, and then you take it to the course. So it's really sort of a natural progression. But really, you need – see this, and this is, it gets back to the problem with instruction. You go have a lesson on the box – and uh, most of the time, I'm sure your, your great instructor will fix whatever's your problem and get you to hit the ball better, but two days later, you're, you're, you're back to right. your usual groove. And see, you need a system, and you need, you need a system that's convenient, <laughs> that's easy to use, but also allows you to train whenever you want to train that new motion. And, and that's why people are having such success with the product. Because of that, it's really training new motion without a ball. Well, you're in a sense you're creating a new muscle memory. I mean, it's as you yes. said before. You know, if you're if you're swinging incorrectly a thousand times, you're never going to improve until you change that swing movement to a correct yep. position. And now you've got yep. to do it a thousand times in a sense. You've <laughs> got to create a new muscle memory. I mean, you know, that's just a, a sort of an edited version, yep. but essentially yeah. that's the theory is if you're, if you're, you know, if you've been playing for 25 years and you're swinging the same way, and again, it doesn't have to be pitcher perfect. We understand everybody's body type right. is different, but if, right. if the fundamentals, if the biomechanics of the golf swing uh, are essentially the same for everybody, impact is the same position for everybody um, just because you're tall or yep. short or, or, you know, large or small impact is impact. And the problem right. is that if you've been grooving an incorrect <laughs> muscle memory for 25 years and wonder yep. why your handicap hasn't changed, uh, you know, if, if you're doing that same thing for another 25 years, uh, you're going to have the same result. So what you're saying with the app is it allows you to get the feedback that you need instantly to let you know whether you are doing the things correctly or not. And then you're able to then progress by making the necessary changes to do it correctly and then create new memory. Uh, well said. I, I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> that, that was fantastic. <laughs> no, really, that's, that's really, that really is it. Um, I mean, that's, 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 um, that's sort of in essence why that continuous expert feedback and the notion of training anywhere is so, you know, combined really create something powerful and and by the way fun well, i mean you know it's well, sort of fun exactly. to use the app. yeah yeah you have yeah you have to have fun at at at, at golf i mean you you know it, it gets boring you know going to the range all the time and just raking and hitting balls you've got to make it interesting um right and 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 i think what, what one of the problems that a lot of golfers have is and, and as instructors we see this is even if we're showing them the correct movements the problem is if they're not putting them in practice for the next two weeks and then they come back yep. and see us, they've still ingrained those bad memories or they're still holding on to those bad muscle memories because they haven't been working on the things 
correctly that we've you know taught them to. So yep. that's the other dilemma. So now what the app is going to do, we're going to get into about instruction in here in just a second. Yeah. Um, but if if they're not working on the things that they need to work on when they're away from us, then right. they're, they're not going to improve either. So so let me ask you when it comes to instructors, mm-hmm. is this how is this going to change? From that perspective, are we going to need instructors anymore, uh, or is this a tool that they can use with their students um, to help ingrain some of these great muscle memories? Uh, well, again, I had a great, great question, and and you know, we want to make it very clear that the best way for you to improve your golf game is through the expertise of an instructor, and no app will ever repo- replace that, and. Really, what we've talked about, perfect motion, is this notion of really a self-guided process that really doesn't require trips to the, you know, to the lesson tee, if you will. But really, I'd say the most powerful component of what we've put together is immediate access to top-tier golf instructor and golf instruction. Um, one of the first things you do when you download the app is you choose a coach for free. And you immediately get access to that instructor's customized video fixes for each fault so that right away you're getting a single voice of guidance and instruction. And, but, but if you really want to speed your improvement, the app creates really a new type of real-time connection with your coach. So um, we have you know, a dozen or so top instructors already on the platform, and there's lots more coming. And the reason they're working with us is because the app actually becomes an extension of them. So the way right. it works is you choose Joe Hallett or, um, or Chip Beck or Jake Thurm, and suddenly now they're your instructor, and they give you the tips as part of that feedback loop, and you see how it works. And if things are working, then you have an ability – to actually have a further relationship with the coach and allow them to guide you really on a weekly basis to focus specifically on your issues through the app and allow you to, pro- to progress and really speed your improvement. So what we've done is really create a, a platform that's ideal for remote coaching. And, and, and there's a lot of characteristics that, that again, make it, make it really, really beneficial. But, we we believe you know our our motto is better golf through expert guidance and that's really the instructors right. guidance along with our AI detection. Um, I think the other yeah I think the other thing Rich too that that comes to mind for me is this is a great tool for students when particularly when they're away from their coach because yep. again a lot of a lot of folks they'll come for a lesson and you know we'll videotape it and we'll put them through all the motions and whatnot, and they're great in that 30 minutes to an hour. But now they've gone for a couple of weeks. They've got nothing really to to give yep. them that feedback. They don't have our feedback anymore. So this right. really allows them to, to stay, stay connected with uh, not only a coach, but also um, with that instant feedback. So if they go and work on things, they can use the app in real time, and they can get that feedback, and then – again, continue grooving that good muscle memory instead of just making the same repeatable mistakes that they've been doing for, you know, however long. 
Um, so that's another real benefit as well is it gives them that, that instant feedback and access when they're away from their coach. And, and to add to this, um, the, the app is great if, if even if you're, you know, let's say you take a lesson every other week, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you have an in-person relationship. This is perfect because at the end of every lesson, you're given some sort of marching order, right? Here's what you should work on. Right. And the app can then handle that for the next couple of weeks until you're back in front. By the way, the app really does hold the student accountable in the sense that your coach has, um, well, the app shows you results, shows you all sorts of results. All, you know, we're, we're data scientists, right? We can slice and dice data. Right. All sort, but but the important thing is all we're really trying to do is help you get better at golf. So what do we do? Um, the app trains you in a session, session by session. You you choose a club, you choose you know generally it's either five or ten swings. Um, if you've had a previous session, you you may have a focus like eliminating lifting arms. Then you get in. You, you start using the app for that session, and and you get feedback relative to the focus. Again, one right. thing at a time. At the end of the session, there's a. Not only do we give you feedback on each individual swing, we we summarize and say, give you a grade based on re, the focus that you're trying to eliminate the issue, and then we give you a new focus, or we move you up automatically to the next level. There are three levels, and so. Or maybe there's a different, you know, maybe you've eliminated one thing, but now there's a new thing, and that's your new focus. But the idea is just like an instructor, we try to focus you one thing at a time and have you progress and see, see progress, and, and then you're off to the next thing. And this happens independently on every club because, of course, uh, you may be great at drives and irons, but your chipping just isn't there. And uh, right. so, so again, independently, the app does that. So now in conjunction with an instructor, they can direct you and say, this week, let's just work on your irons. And I know you've had an issue because you haven't had enough side bend at impact. So let's just focus on that. And in fact, he can override the app, the AI, and say, that's all you're going to work on this week. And, and, that's what, and, and he can see when you've been working or when you haven't so that when you get back there, he, he knows exactly where you are and whether you made progress or not. And it's, it's not to police you as much as to, look, understand where you are so that you can, they, can, they, they the, the instructor, can help you get better or improve. Well, and there's, right, and there's nothing more frustrating as an instructor um, knowing that your student isn't – I mean, you know, one of the biggest pet mm. peeves in the golf industry – is when a student comes back and says, well, you know, I haven't had time to go to the range or, you know, I haven't been able to play mm-hmm. golf since we last met. And now you've <laughs> got to basically go through the whole lesson again right. that you did the last two weeks or at least part right. of it. So you're, you're kind of behind the eight ball. Again, there's a little bit, again, it's not to, to suggest that we're policing you all of a sudden, but right. we know whether or not you've actually been working on some of the stuff that we've, you know, uh, gone through the first uh, the first round. Um, the yep. other thing, too, I want to point out, Rich, real quick, and, and I'll let you expand on it a little bit, is this is an app really for uh, golfers of all levels. It's not just the high yes. handicappers, but even the better players can benefit. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad glad you brought that up because um, this is absolutely for every golfer. 
Um, you know, for the higher handicap, it's really about eliminating faults or issues with that body motion uh, one at a time. Uh, let me take, well, I'm going to take one step back and say, you know, what we don't have a template for a swing. There's no perfect swing. You talked about different body types and different flexibilities right. and different statures. So there, we, don't, we don't believe in that, and that's not what we do. What we do, right, is we eliminate incorrect motion that brings inconsistency to your swing. And what we help you is achieve your own perfect motion. So there is an infinite number of, quote, perfect motions you can achieve because it's your, it, it all depends on you and how you move. But what right. we will do is help you eliminate the things that are going to make it difficult for you to really be better. So given that, Right now, let's talk about so, so the higher handicaps. It's about you know fault detection and elimination, so that you get better and you stop having these things that really, in some ways, hold you back or create situations that you have to compensate. Um, and again, therefore, lose power, distance, and accuracy. Well, once you've achieved a certain level, or let's say the better players start at. And, of course, the less skilled golfers will eventually progress to a point where they don't have any faults with their body motion. Uh, mm -hmm. Then they use you know, the motion map and a feature we call perfect trace, along with the immediate right. feedback, to, to make fine adjustments and dial in the best shots. So, so the Tor pros that are using the app right now, the way they use the, the, the app is that they take swings with a ball, and, and when they hit it just right, they nod their head, and, and the app automatically marks that swing with a thumbs up. And then after the session, they look through those thumbs up, and they say, this is the one that was swing three that I got the perfect result. That becomes now their perfect trace. And now every time they take that same shot, instead of getting uh, feedback on faults, they're, they're seeing variances against that very accurate body trace. So what they're doing is dialing in their best result using feedback on exactly what their body motion is. And um, it really dials in there. It's really all about self-discovery. I mean, that's, they continually talk about self-discovery. They'll make adjustments with their upper body, don't get good results. They make you know, adjustments with their lower body, suddenly they get the right result, and they can see it on the map, and they're different. And um, yep. the other thing you can do if you're a better golfer is, you know, everybody has that one shot they hate. Water on the right, wind right. coming from the left. Well, guess what? Hey, take it out there and recreate that sometime and see what the map tells you. Because I guarantee you something else is going on there. And uh, so that's another way that the, you know, the better players are using it. So, yeah, absolutely, this is really a tool, you know, in one way you think of it as a training tool, and another way you can think of it as a very, very accurate body measurement tool. And the crazy thing is it's all you need is your phone, and it's $6 a month. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, the nice thing about it is, and again, as I mentioned before, you know, everybody's either got a garage or a closet full of all kinds of gadgets and things. I mean, I, I go down to the P, I was down to the PGA show uh, this past January, and uh, you know I'm not going to you know name names or anything, but there was a ton of different products down there. Some yep. of them are very good. I'm not knocking them, 
But yep. uh, again, they're not really getting to the to the root cause of of things. And a lot of great apps, as as you mentioned. But again, uh, most mm-hmm. of them uh, video based. And again, yep. not really you know showing me what I'm doing, uh, but not really explaining in, in greater detail of some of the areas that I'm uh, obviously struggling with. And right. you know, for the better players, obviously. Um, they're not so much eliminating mistakes. They're using it to tighten up areas that they're starting, whether it be their chipping or what have you. Uh, because most of the guys on the tours uh, and gals, you know, they're hitting it solid. They're making good contact. But there are areas uh, of their game that they could benefit using the app as well. So it is something really for everybody. Yep. Um, well, as an example, I, I, I met Rory at a, at a uh, pro-am. And uh, he talked about, and he still talks about how on his backswing sometimes he dips. And yep. the interesting thing is if Rory, and he's not using it yet, but if when he does, he'll actually be able on every swing to see exactly what that dip is and when he's doing it. So that's just a, you know, a simple example of how somebody at the highest level, and like Bryson is another one. I mean, he's reinventing the swing, mm-hmm. right? Well, think about how right. this feedback could add to all of the other types of feedback he's going. But, it, but the crazy thing is it's so simple, and all he has to do is put his phone down. So, you know, that's, that's just, you know, quick examples of how, how, how powerful this, 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 this very accurate feedback can be. And so to really understanding, and again, self-discovery in terms of uh, how, how, to, how, how to improve. Well, and the nice the nice thing about it, um, Rich, is this, and, and as you've mentioned a couple of times now, you know, this type of technology for years was similarly available in larger machines, um, mm-hmm. very, very expensive to replicate. You've managed yep. to create a app that anybody can use, uh, and everybody nowadays either has an iPhone or an Android. Um, right. And as you said, uh, you know, they can download the app, and uh, and test it out for a couple of weeks in the trial version and get access to a lot of the features we've talked about. Uh, and then for little as $6 a month, which is nothing, again, take that t- technology on their smartphone or their iPhone to the golf course and get positive reinforcement and feedback instantly and not have to wait. Uh, and again, it's a great tool that they can use in conjunction with lessons they're already taking with their current instructor, uh, or they can reach out, uh, you know, through the app to uh, instructors that are already working through perfect motion as well. So there's a lot of different options there uh, for yeah. very, very inexpensive. And normally this type of technology would be extremely expensive. Um, yeah. But you guys have managed to put it into an app that is accessible, which again uh, goes to something that I've said for years, and that is golf can be a very, very expensive sport. And mm. you guys have come out with a product that everybody can afford everybody can afford six dollars a month um to have that techno have access to technology that typically would be something that the pros would have now right. they can have it too yeah right? and uh yeah no I, I, again uh you know we're, we're excited um about you know having a meaningful impact on, on the game of golf and, and really the enjoyment of golfers and uh again the app is simple and uh you will improve um, the I should say the other thing is that um, because of the way the app works, I, I, I want to say one more thing about sort of cost. And you've already said, you know, mm-hmm. the app in itself in a self-directed 
mode is, you know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's the equivalent of a small bucket of balls. So my, my sense mm-hmm. is most people can afford that. But um, the other thing is that because of the way the app works, in other words, the, the app becomes an extension of the instructor that you choose. So mm-hmm. they're sort of with you in right. every swing. And so what happens is the app engages you because of the value you get just from using it. Because of that engagement, now you've generated the data <laughs> that the instructor needs mm-hmm. to be able to guide you, right? So one thing leads to another. And so the, the instructor with relatively small amount of time can provide an incredible amount of value. I mean, from, from an instruction and business perspective, what we're really doing is helping instructors we're adding leverage to the golf instructor profession, something that every profession in the world has, has done over time. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is now every instructor develops expertise. Now we're allowing them to package it up in ways that they can deliver to a student on demand at high value very, very efficiently. And so because of that, you can for the for less than the, an hour of a, of a, of, a, of, a, of an instructor on the box you can get an entire month of instruction from them it's 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 crazy uh, but the numbers work and that's because you're engaged and always improving the data that you're generated allows them to very easily and by the way any instructor <laughs> Uh, instructors out there, anybody is free to use this. Uh, come, come talk to us. You'll learn very quickly. You'll see the power. And now you have an ability to offer a coaching service that's sort of crazy. So we have a whole bunch of instructors. As an example, if the instructor's hourly is 150 for literally 100 a month, you'll get them for the entire month. So it's, we're, we're creating a whole new price point because of the technology and the efficiency, but the most important thing is it's a system that makes it much easier to speed your improvement. Well, and the other thing that I really like about it as well, in addition to that, is the fact that, uh, you know, if I want to go out and improve my own game, as an example, I can go to the range or I can go, um, you know, even at home, and I can work on some of the things that I might need to work on in the privacy. One of the the, you know, and I, I talked about this earlier on the yeah. show. Is is you know, with with unfortunately with sort of the spawn of COVID, um, we've the golf industry has actually had a, a crop of new people coming out that have never been around this game before, and a lot of them, right. you know, some of the feedback we get is they're very uncomfortable, very nervous, they don't know what to do. This mm. allows them to kind of work in the privacy of their own comfort level. Um, until they're ready to progress to, you know, working with a coach. And what's nice about this is they can actually work with a coach without even realizing they're working at a coach um, (laughs) by not having somebody physically. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because of the technology, Uh, it gives them access to that expertise technology uh, and, and, and feedback without having to actually stand in front of somebody at that stage. So they can kind of work at it in their own progression and then when they're yep. more comfortable, you know, then if they want to, you know, connect with somebody. But there's a lot of new people right now that are very, um, and particularly with women, women are very, very nervous. They don't want to look foolish. They don't want to, right. this allows them to be able to get out there and get some very solid feedback and understanding uh, of how to develop the, the swing properly and get the results they're going to need to get without actually going even hitting a golf ball. 
you know, absolutely great point and uh, definitely a great way for, for, for sort of beginners to pick up the game. By the way, every right. instructor gives a, we call a GPA, grip, posture, and alignment video as part of the videos that, they, that are included in the app. Mm -hmm. So that's like the absolute place to start. You always got to start from the ground up, get the basis, and then, uh, yeah, use the app, and it'll tell you right away what's going on. Absolutely. By the way, Sarah Stone is uh, one of our female instructors. She's fantastic. We're, you know, we're trying to get um, instructors. We have instructors actually all over the world now, but, um, you know, we, so we're, we're, uh, we're trying to be, again, we're, we're inclusive. <laughs> we're actually really a community. In fact, one of the things that's really fun for the team <laughs> is that we meet with instructors constantly and, I told you about the motion map and this sort of concise you know, representation of a swing. Well, unlike a video, which takes a while to play and different angles and all sorts of issues and processing, uh, you can look at like 10 swings of, of a student all at once and see immediately what the patterns right. are. And so we have these great huddles with all these instructors that share tips about what's going on and how to fix it. I mean, it's really amazing. We, we really encourage it. And I, I think a lot of, you know, instructors really do want you to get better and they want to be as, as good an instructor as they can be. And, you know, we're, we're trying to sort of help in all, in all dimensions. And, and we learn a lot. That's how the app keeps getting better. I mean, we've had like 60 versions over the last year. Mm -hmm. Um, because we keep making discoveries in the data, and we through the instruction through the instructors, we learn more and help make the rules better, detect more things. Again, all in the all in the mission <laughs> of better golf and, and more more right. fun. Well, and that, <laughs> right, and that's really what it, that's really what it boils down to. So, Rich, let's tell the folks um, you know where they can go to get more information if they're interested in learning more about it. Um, yep. And then we can tell them uh, where they can go to download the app uh, if they're ready to get started. Okay, so uh, the, the best way to sort of learn more about the app is to go to our site, perfectmotion, one word, dot .io. You know, we're an app company, so it's a dot .io. And you'll find, you know, information. Uh, there's an extensive support. And um, but to be honest, a lot of the experience, you know, the experience is all about using the app, and we've strived, again, through feedback, and we encourage feedback of experience um, to make this app as simple as possible. You know, it is new. It's different. Um, but basically, the, the, the really the best way, so go to our site. You can download it, you know, uh, Android or, or iOS. And once you download it, or you can, by the way, or you can go right to the store. So go search for Perfect Motion, one word, and we're on both the Play Store and the App Store. And the process is simple. You download the app, you sign up with this really just, you know, a, a name and an email address, and then you're you're sort of encouraged to get started with some very simple things. The first is try a swing, which literally shows you which buttons to push and shows you how to mm -hmm. position the phone, which is, by the way, on the ground, in front of you, tilted <laughs> up toward you. The, as you start a session, 
you um, you hit start session, you put the phone down, and it'll tell you when you've tilted the phone correctly or not. So all the guesswork is gone. Once you've tilted correctly, a countdown starts, and you set up about four feet from the phone. Too close or too far away, it'll tell you. And then it'll walk you, literally walk you through a swing by telling you to look at the target, look back at the ball or where the ball would be, and then you swing. And if you're doing no ball, make sure you finish your swing by looking toward the target. Don't look at the phone. <laughs> it'll show you the feedback <laughs> afterward. Um, and really, right. that's it. And then you're encouraged to do two other things. Now do five swings right at home. Just try it out. I mean, literally, it's going to take you a minute or two and see where you are. And then the, the last thing is then choose a coach for free and get then – access to those custom videos and there's no obligation you're not obliging yourself to that coach but it's it's really the best experience um and it's so that's it it's really simple you really should just try it i guarantee you'll learn something and uh hopefully you'll enjoy it and start improving well i couldn't agree more and um for those of you just tuning in, um, go to perfectmotion.io. You can see all the information you need about the Perfect Motion app. And uh, you can also download uh, whichever version. If you're using a, an Apple product, uh, you can get it, uh, download it there. Or Android, it's also available. Or you can go directly to the App Store or Google Play uh, Store as well. You can get them there uh, directly. But go and check out the videos uh, on their website. It's uh, perfectmotion.io. Uh, all of the videos and all the information there on an app. I think it's going to be a great uh, product. It already is, and uh, it's going to continue to grow. Rich, I want to thank you very much for joining me tonight um, here on Golf Talk Live. It's been uh, very enlightening and very interesting to hear about it, and I know that it's uh, it's already seen a lot of success and will continue to grow. And for you instructors out there, uh, you can get in touch uh, with Rich as well, I'm sure, through the website if you're interested in learning more and maybe uh, participating uh, and throwing your hat into the ring, as it were, as a coach. So uh, go to perfectmotion.io and reach out to uh, Rich and the gang uh, through the website. Rich, thank you very much for coming on Golf Talk Live tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ted. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, happy to at some point come back if we want to. We can analyze swings. We can do all sorts of stuff. It'd, it'd be fun. Um, one other thing real quick for instructors just download the app. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you fill out the, the sign-up, check the contact me about becoming a coach box, and, that, that, and then we'll contact you and set up a meeting and, and uh, tell you all about it. So that's really the easiest way Perfect. to get in touch with us. Again, Ted, thank even, you so much. Even, this is great. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Even, even better. Um, <laughs> make sure you do that, guys. Uh, if you're a coach or a teaching instructor, make sure you check that box. Uh, again, it, my pleasure, Rich. Thank you very much for uh, for joining me, and uh, much continued success. And I'd love to have you come back on a future show, and we can uh, take it a step further. Okay, great. Uh, thanks again, Ted. Uh, All right. Thanks, have thanks a, again. Have a yep. great evening. All right. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was uh, Rich Kozowski, uh, CEO of Perfect Motion. Uh, a new uh, app, or it's uh, been around for a little bit, but uh, always making some new adjustments and and changes to make it better uh, for you. And uh, a lot of great technology packed in there. So if you want to learn more, as I said, go to perfectmotion.io. Uh, you can learn more there. There's some great videos on there. It gives you a little bit more in depth. Uh, you can also reach out there. And if you're uh, wanting to try it out, 
You can try it out for 14 days on a free trial. You can just download it if it's a, uh, whether you have an iPhone or um, a uh, Android product. Uh, you can download it right from the site, or you can go to the App Store or to the Google Play Store and get it uh, directly there. Just put in uh, "perfect motion" one word, and uh, it'll come up, and you can download it there and try it out for yourself. Um, I think you'll uh, it'll be well worth it. And if you're a coach or instructor, uh, again, you, uh, download it. And as you're filling out the information, there's a box there that you can tick and uh, check off and uh, asking them to reach out to you that you're interested in maybe participating and they'll get in touch with you as Rich uh, suggested. So thanks again to uh, Rich Kozowski, uh, CEO of Perfect Motion for joining me tonight on Golf Talk Live and also a special thanks to Paul Castor and Jamie Leno-Zimron for joining me earlier on the Coach's Corner panel. All right, guys, have a great week. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight's show. God bless everybody. Stay safe and get out there and work on your game and get out there and just have some fun. Uh, Even if you're new to the game, uh, it's just a great opportunity to get out there in the great outdoors, and it's one of the very few activities that we're actually able to do, so take advantage of it. God bless everybody, and have a great week, and I'll see you next time on Golf Talk Live. Thanks for listening to this evening's broadcast of Golf Talk Live. Remember to tune in each week at blogtalkradio.com forward slash golftalklive. If you can't join us live, check out the on-demand section for previously aired broadcasts or listen on any of the following social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course, Spotify. To get updates on future shows and upcoming guests, be sure to visit the show's Facebook page, Golf Talk Live Blog. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ted and Buck CEO. Remember to join me live each week for another great broadcast of Golf Talk Live. See you next time. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.